Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Ulama Profile with myself, Ubaidullah Boja. One of the great wali and the pious friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a person who served the deen of Allah very religiously, very diligently, very quietly in the area of Roshni is Hazrat Morana Yahya Sallusab, rahmatullahi alayhi, a very pious, a very renowned scholar of our time and our era. Hazrat Morana had passed away recently. Morana was at his daughter's place in Bratz. And subsequently, Morana then passed away in uh, Bratz and then he was taken to the Roshni Qabrastan. We have a lot to speak about. We have a lot to chat about. We have a lot to share with our listeners this evening. So we're going to get into the program. Those of you that are from Roshni that would like to send any message, those that know Morana, those that knew Morana, please send me a WhatsApp message, 071-878-9748. And this will be tribute to Morana Yahya Sallusa. Rahmatullahi alayhi. We have on the line with us now Morana's grandson, uh, Morana Muhammad Rabat. Morana, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Morana, jazakallah so much for taking out your time and speaking to us this evening. We're speaking about your grandfather this evening, Morana Yahya Sallu, rahmatullahi alayhi. Is it possible that you give us a brief family history regarding who Morana is? 100%. Firstly, Jazakumullah khairan for allowing us this opportunity. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nusalli wa nusallimu ala rasuli al-kareem amma ba'd. Morana, with regards to our nana, Hazrat Morana Yahya Sallu Saab, rahmatullah alayhi. The family history is very, it's intriguing. Hazrat Morana's father, Hazrat Hafiz Muhammad Ahmad Saab Sallu, Rahmatullah Ali was very well known uh, in the Germiston area. He was in the Germiston area. Uh, he's very well known uh, in that time. He was a great wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, from many of the uh, many of the students of uh, our nana, uh, that's our great grandfather, Hafizab Sallu, uh, Rahmatullah Ali. We learned that uh, Hafizab was uh, Mustajabu Da'wat as well. Uh, there's many incidents uh, wherein uh, people asked and Hafizab Rahmatullah Ali made dua and within no time those duas were accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Mulana's family lineage is, uh, Mulana comes from a very pious household. Uh, our Nana Rahmatullah Ali was very fond of uh, his father, he used to always uh, give us uh, snippets from the life of his father, experiences that he had uh, lessons that he learned from his father and some that are so vital uh, to us as uh, Muslims, uh, to us living in the South African uh, community. Uh, so I'll just share two uh, snippets or two uh, pieces of advice from Hafiz Absalou Rahmatullah Ali which were given to us by Mulana Yahya Sallu Saab Rahmatullah Ali. So the first one uh, he used to say was... Uh, that is always tell us in Gujarati that uh, my father used to say that no matter how high prices go, no matter what the inflation is, then you must never worry and always keep your focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, that really 
really important for us uh, in today's time, you know, with the diminishing economy, etc., is to keep on reminding us, even if someone is to come and visit and, you know, is to say that, uh, you know, petrol prices are gone up or, you know, groceries are gone up, is to always quote uh, his marhum father in the, on the sentence that uh, no matter how expensive things are, we must always keep our gaze on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sure, and, man. Uh, so, so practical. Very, very practical, Molana. It was really, you know, uh, uh, when you look in the lives of the pious, then we find these uh, jewels, we find these pearls that we can uh, take benefit from. And, uh, you know, these advisors, the golden advisors. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so the listeners that do want to send a message, there's quite a few coming in, 071-878-9748. I have a few messages, but we should read it, inshallah, after we speak about Morana Yahya Saab's father, inshallah. Morana, uh, continuing. Uh, the second piece of advice that, uh, or rather statement that Hafiz Absalou Rahmatullahi used to give was, uh, when, he, when he used to look at the condition of the Muslims around the world uh, and the difficulties faced by the Muslim Ummah, and then the situation in South Africa through the fadl and the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not as such. So Hafiz Absalou rahmatullahi is to always make the statement, he is to say that I have hope in Allah. But Allah won't punish the Muslims of South Africa due to the tremendous amount of sadaqah and charity that they give us. Subhanallah. What a beautiful so, thing. 100%. It was really, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, eye-opening advices. We have some messages coming in. Maridwan Bhavatsab uh, from this morning already had sent me a message. Morana's mm-hmm. uh, family were neighbors to my Yahya Sallusab, rahmatullahi alayhi. And he says, Morana and Apa were our neighbors for many, many years. We learned a lot from them. And the most important thing is Deen. They were like parents to us. They were our friends, our confidants, our advisors. They taught us cooking and baking, even how to bring up our children. They taught us what ta'lim is, what hijab is, what sunnah is. They taught our children with love and they took them as their own. They were dedicated to their deen and to their teachings. They were always punctual and madrasa always remained their priority. Morana taught in Vidma Roshni for many, many years. They were with us through our good and good times and sad times. Morana was unique and a pious personality. Morana and Apa were both loved and respected greatly in the community. Morana was always in the state of the remembrance of Allah. Morana taught elderly men at his home in his free time. Morana never complained of his sickness. Even when he was diagnosed with cancer, he had so much of patience and contentment. He said that if we have the sickness or we don't have the sickness, we still have to die. But the sickness will wipe out our sins. We miss them dearly. The reward is by Allah. Allah grant Apa and Morana the highest of stages in Jannatul Firdaus that comes from Muhammad and Rukhaya Kaji, who are the neighbors of Morana Yahya Saab. So, so Morana Muhammad, we're seeing obviously the impact that Morana had in Roshni, which I think we will come to later on in the show as we are speaking. But for now, perhaps your, your, fa- your, your nana's uh, ta'lim, with who did he study, who were his colleagues, who were his ustads, so that we get an understanding of the caliber from which he drank, the fountain at which he drank, and we can understand 
uh, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used those people to bless Mawlana Yahya rahimahullah. With regards to Hazrat uh, Mawlana Yahya Salnusab rahimahullah studies, Mawlana um, left for, uh, for India from South Africa in the early 1960s. Mawlana um, Dyer raised a lot of uh, his travels in a diary that he left behind. Uh, he went via uh, the sea route. So a lot of the, uh, the details of his trip, Mawlana diarized uh, until he was enrolled in uh, Nadwatul Ulama in Lucknow. Uh, Mawlana studied there for in a number of years up until the Mishkat year. Um, thereafter, the final two years, that is Mishkat and uh, Dora uh, Hadith, uh, Mawlana completed in uh, Darul Ulum Diyoband. Um, this was in 1969. Molana graduated in 1969. And uh, just some of the luminaries that were with uh, Molana in that era, uh, our Nana used to always tell us that, uh, you know, in his class, he had Hazrat uh, Molana Yunus Patel, Rahmatullah Ali. Uh, they were in the same class. Um, and Hazrat uh, uh, Molana used to always praise. Uh, Hazrat Mawlana Yunus Patel Rahmatullah Ali used to tell us, you know, when it was the time of Imtihan and everyone was stressing, everyone was studying. Uh, but Hazrat uh, Mawlana Yunus, he never used to study. He used to, you never seen him studying much. But when the results came out, he used to, he used to get 100%. Even in Bukhari Sharif, Mawlana uh, told us that Mawlana got 100%. So uh, in that time, even uh, in Nadwatul Ulama, Mawlana was in, uh, he had a good uh, relationship. He was loved by a uh, great uh, ulama of the past, such as Hazrat Mawlana Abu Hassan Ali Nadwi Rahimahullah. Um, he used to always tell us that, you know, uh, whenever he was at the Dastarkhan, he was, uh, he was young at that time. So Hazrat Mawlana Ali Mia, as he was known, Mawlana Abu Hassan Ali Nadwi Rahimahullah, used to always uh, ask for him, he used to say, Yahya Afriki Kahai. So he used to ask for Hazrat Mawlana and he used to make Hazrat Mawlana come and sit next to him and he used to have meals with uh, Mawlana Ali Mia Rahmatullah Ali. Uh, also, uh, Mawlana had good ta'alluq uh, and uh, a relationship with uh, Hazrat Mawlana Masihullah Khan Sab Rahmatullah Ali. And uh, I was going to mention this later, but since I'm talking now about Hazrat Mawlana Masihullah Khan Sab Rahmatullah Ali, he used to always remind us of... Uh, and this was Hazrat uh, Mawlana's uh, very uh, known practice. If you ask any of the family members, they'll know it. Uh, is that uh, he told us that uh, when Hazrat Mawlana Masihullah Khan Sahib Rahmatullah Ali visited, visited him in Rosni once, and as he was leaving, he gave him this advice that whenever you want travel, whenever you're going towards your destination, then recite frequently, Fallahu khayrun hafidhaw wa huwa arhamur rahimin. And Surah Lihilafi Quraysh, uh, Surah Al Quraysh. So, uh, this was Hazrat uh, Mawlana's uh, habit since then. He told us since he heard this from Hazrat Mawlana Masullah Khan Sab Rahmatullah Ali, this became his uh, practice. And even whilst we were traveling with him, when anyone was traveling with him, at uh, intervals, you should just hear him repeating, Fallahu Khairun Hafidhu wa Arhamur Rahimin. Uh, after Mulana passed away, uh, one of the ulama that were close to Hazrat Mulana came and uh, they were going on a, a suffer to a country that uh, they thought they might have problems. Uh, they might encounter some difficulties. 
But they came for advice first to Hazrat Mawlana Yahya Sallusab, Damad Rahimahullah. And uh, so our Nana advised him that uh, just recite these two things. And after Hazrat Mawlana passed away, they came to us and they said that, you know, not a single uh, difficulty, not at customs, not at passport control. Alhamdulillah, through the barakah of this uh, uh, recitation of the Holy Quran, they faced and they uh, they faced no challenges and they encountered no difficulties. Uh, uh, the last thing with regards to this is Molana's uh, islahi ta'alluq. So uh, there was a sheikh by the name of Molana Zahurul Hassan who, who resided in Tanabowan. Uh, he was one of the very uh, close murids of Hazrat Hakim al Ummat, Molana Ashraf Ali Tanwi Rahimahullah. Um, Hazrat Mawlana Yasser Lusab had uh, Islahi Ta'alluq with him. Uh, this Mawlana Zahurul Hassan only had uh, three uh, three murids. Uh, one murid was uh, Mawlana Yahya Sallusab. The second murid was our late uh, Nani, Apa Sallu, uh, Allah Falha Qabar with Noor. Um, the third one was uh, another, he was a, a Patan brother. But Mazat uh, Mawlana was fortunate to receive Khilafat from Mawlana Zahurul Hassan Sah. Subhanallah. We have some messages coming in. Nana. A man who was so simple in every aspect of his life, words are just not enough to describe him. He was someone who did everything so calmly and at ease, never hurrying or rushing. But when it came to Salah, he couldn't tolerate any delay. He had so much concern for his Salah that even during his final illness at a stage where he couldn't get up from the bed or even understand a lot what was being said to him, the only thing on his mind was his Salah. The entire night he was performing tayammum and reading salah all through gestures. At one point he had also given iqama and started his salah all while in this condition. The one question he kept repeating was, is it salah time yet? It was an amazing thing to witness, but not surprising, as our nana was a man who loved his life according to Quran and Sunnah. A man who had so much of love for his Allah and he used to yearn to meet him. He was content with whatever his Allah had given him, that we would never hear one complaint coming from him, despite the hardships he went through from childhood. Even when the cancer was having an effect on his body, he would say, how can I complain of pain? When my Allah... He would always speak about Allah Ta'ala at any opportunity that he had. Despite not being a hafir, he had tremendous love for the Qur'an and would always quote the meanings of the Qur'an and Kareem. Carrying on it says that he would always encourage us to study the translation of the Qur'an and Kareem. And he would say to be able to recite the Qur'an and understand what may Allah is saying is something else. To the point he would see that one of us putting his shoes, he would remind us to make the intention of Sunnah while putting on the right shoe. Our Nana would advise us reprimand at times and also make jokes and laugh with us but most importantly he would always make dua for us even if he was the most simplest of things we ask Allah to fill his qabr with nur ameen ya rabbal alameen Marana after obviously Nana rahmatullahi alayhi graduated and came from uh, India back to South Africa, uh, the most important aspect of his life would be the service that he rendered to the people of Roshni, the people of Vidma. 
perhaps we could go in a little bit with regards to the khidmat and the services that Marana had done in the area. Uh, so after Nana Rahmatullah Ali uh, returned from uh, India, uh, he got employment as uh, in as uh, a teacher, is in alim uh, in uh, the Leslie community. Uh, the community obviously is a very small community. Uh, Nana used to always tell us that uh, his father wasn't too happy with him uh, teaching or going to such a small community. So he used to always tell him that, you know what, uh, you need to go to somewhere bigger, somewhere where you can expand, you can uh, you can broaden your mindset, etc. But uh, even in Leslie, that Molana had uh, such an impact uh, on the community there that some of them, up until today, some of Hazrat Molana's students still kept a look with him from 1969. Uh, I won't forget, uh, just after Nana passed away, uh, someone uh, called, uh, I think they were from Durban, and they said, Molana taught me in 1969 uh, in Leslie. I just want to pass on my condolences and ask uh, the family if you'll require any assistance or anything. So uh, when Molana started in Leslie, um, I just uh, as a point, as you know, the, the reason I'm mentioning this uh, is solely for, to, for us to understand the sacrifices that uh, made these ulama the people that we know them to be. At that time, uh, Mr. Molana started off with a salary of 120 rand. And sure. just for us to understand uh, how uh, you might think, okay, you know what, with the inflation, maybe perhaps 120 rand was a lot of money. But I remember an incident where uh, uh, Nana told us that uh, he didn't have a table. When he started off, it was so simple. Uh, he didn't even have curtains in the house. He hardly had yet two of everything. He had two plates, two cups, two spoons. Uh, there was just a soap in the and a soap in the bathroom. Uh, and then uh, just to understand how uh, 120 rand was, uh, Nana told us that uh, he bought the table uh, from somebody and bought him time to pay it off, but the table was worth 200 rand. So we can understand how little the salary was at that time and how much qurbani these people, uh, these great ulama made for, for Deen. And it was because of qurbani like this that uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took them to such great heights. Uh, thereafter, um, due to uh, uh, external factors, whatever, Mulana had to leave the Leslie community and uh, he moved to Newtown for a few years. And thereafter, Molana in 1980, Molana settled down in Roshni and has been serving the Roshni community since 1980, uh, the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's uh, in the Vidma Madrasa, Molana taught for 40, uh, 40 years. Uh, and yeah. really, uh, Molana, in that, uh, you know, it's, it's overwhelming uh, the amount of. Uh, the amount of love, muhabbat, the amount of concern uh, Nana had for his students. Throughout all those years, how many of those students still kept uh, a relationship with him? He used to still phone them, they used to still come to him for advice. Uh, even though he might have taught them 30, 40 years ago, uh, how many of the students were, were, you can say, as distraught as the family uh, upon hearing of uh, Nana's uh, passing? Uh, in, but in, in, Rosh, in the Roshni community, Molana served uh, 
Uh, he wasn't uh, he wasn't known for giving any bayans or being a good orator, but uh, Molana shared his knowledge in so many ways. I think as uh, Molana Ridwansa mentioned in his uh, in his SMS that many elderly people used to come to Molana throughout the day. Some in the morning, uh, some in the evening. They used to come and uh, learn, read the kita, uh, read all the kitabs of Hazrat Molana. Um, in the beginning, when Hazrat uh, Molana started in Rosni, uh, it's not the Rosni that we know today. At that time, uh, Nana worked together with uh, Mufti Shabir Fakhruddin, Damat Barakatun. They used to go out every single month. This is for a number of years, they used to go out for collection for the madrasa. Uh, you know, sacrificing the time, sacrificing the family for the community. Uh, together with that, uh, there, many times when we were in Rosni, people used to come and visit, seek counsel, come for du'as, uh, come to take uh, uh, just some for some nasihat. With regards to various aspects, you know, with regards to marriage, with regards to business, uh, Morana is very well known for giving uh, words of uh, his... Uh, sharing words of wisdom when imparting his advice. Uh, and just today, uh, one of the family members said that Morana's service is uh, restricted uh, to Roshni only. Kari Rashid Saab Dabelia, Ahmed Barakatum also mentioned that uh, the loss is felt even in the extension 11B community because of the impact Morana had with the people there. Uh, even in the uh, in the uh, in the villages in India, uh, in the Dabel Madrasa, the Dabel Maktab, Morana was very instrumental. He made it a point to always uh, collect money uh, for the Ustad salaries. So for a number of years, Morana collected uh, salaries on their behalf here in South Africa and had it sent to India, so the Madrasa can continue running. Respected listeners, we are speaking and we are discussing the life of Mawana Yahya Sallu Rahmatullahi Alayhi. we've been hearing, was based at the point in Leslie and thereafter Mawana was based in Newtown. And then for the past 40 years or so, Mawana was based in Roshni. Uh, the services that Morana had rendered to the people, the community, the consistency, along with people like Hazrat Morana Fakhruddin Saab, Damal Barakatum, one of the great senior amazing ulama of our times. A few messages coming in. Morana Yahya was my foji. He was an amazing man. I went on holiday with Morana and my foi, and he was a very patient man and soft-spoken, always encouraged us to read Salah on time, always encourage us to always be good to everyone. Morana always concerned about the well-being of his family. If you want to share some of the messages or something that you've learned from Morana, the number is 071-878-9748. Send it to me, inshallah, and we will try reading it on air. We are speaking to Morana's nephew. Uh, sorry, Morana's grandson. We are speaking to Morana Muhammad Rabat. Morana is now based in the uh, Polokwane area, and then Morana is sharing with us some of the gems and some of the wisdom regarding his grandfather. Uh, we have ascertained thus far Morana studied in Nadwatul Ulama. Morana was very close to the likes of Mabul Hassan Nadwi, Rahimatullahi uh, Alay. Morana also then was the classmate of Hazrat Morana Yusuf Yunus Patel, Rahmatullahi Alay, and they were very close at that time as well. 
obviously maintaining that closeness even after graduation. There's so much to learn from, there's so much that we can share. We are speaking about Maranan, we are discussing his life and the services that he had given, especially in the area of Vadma, the area of Roshni. Obviously, I mean, if you look at the times that it was, very contrary to the times that we see now, we know now it's, it's, uh, things have become much more easier, the sacrifice of the ulama of the past. And I, I want to share something personal, and that is that the relationship between Mawlana Yahya Rahmatullahi and my late father, Mufti Hashim Boja, Rahimahullah, they would phone each other very often, just salam, kalam, how are you, how's everything, what you're doing. Uh, if we were in that area, then it was important and necessary for us to make a visit, even if it was just for a few minutes, to the house of Mawlana Yahya, just so that we make salam. I remember us taking a special journey when uh, Appa passed away. Uh, both my mother and father said, look, we have to go, even if it's for a few minutes. And we drove from Benoni for a few minutes, met Morana, made a little bit taziat with Morana, and immediately after that we left to come back. But this is the relationship, the pious, the elderly, the ulama had with one another, the calls that they had. Post the death of my father, I would also phone Morana and say, look, Morana, Mufti Hajim Boja to nahi hai, to hai. And he would speak to us and he would be so appreciative of the fact that we continued calling even after the death of my father. Morana Muhammad, we're speaking a little bit about the uh, services that Jonana had done. Uh, some th- other things that you would like to share with the listeners? Jumana, uh, with regard to... Uh the other services that uh, Molana had uh, uh, Im- uh, that uh, had rendered for the community, uh, you know the, the the thing. If you ask the community in Roshni, a majority of them will tell you that uh, Molana had such a, a great relationship with uh, each and everyone. You know, it, it, it just always remind me of the of the quality of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, wherein uh, every Sahabi felt like they were the most special. Uh, every Sahabi, if you were to ask them who is the most special to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi they would say it's me. So this was the, the out, one of the outstanding qualities that Hazrat uh, Mulana had with, uh, with the community, with everyone in his family. Uh, everyone felt like they were the most special, they were the most dear to him. Uh, he would make everyone special, uh, feel special, feel good about themselves. Uh, he was always, uh, you know, smiling. And this, I think, had such a great impact uh, on the community that uh, for many of their uh, problems, many of their uh, difficulties in the times of happiness, times of uh, grief, they used to always consult with Mulana. Uh, it is important for us, you know, we, we take lessons from this uh, as ulama and as uh, non-ulama as well, that uh, if we, we need to become approachable people, uh, we need to become uh, we need to become what they say a, a, a people's man. So that was one of the things that uh, stood out in the life of Hazrat Mulana uh, when rendering his services. So that made a major impact. Hazrat Mulana had uh, a lot of uh, uh, relationships and he built relationships with the people. Not uh, only in, as I mentioned, not only in Roshni. Uh, whenever, wherever Molana used to go, and uh, now in his illness, when this Molana was in Azadville, 
then all the Asati, the, the ulama of Azad will used to come and visit. Uh, they used to come in, uh, uh, pay their respects. Used to, you know, just come in, uh, uh, talk to Mulana, uh, you know, converse, have uh, ilmi uh, conversations, etc. So Mulana's impact was far greater, although most of his time he spent serving the Russian community. But uh, wherever he went, he left uh, such a great impact on the people of that community as well. Marana, going on to perhaps we, we've discussed his, his services, we've discussed his studies, etc. Uh, the third point that we want to discuss is that some of the qualities that Marana had possessed. So naturally in the services, some of the qualities do come out, but more particularly as an individual, what were some of the sifat and the qualities that Marana Yahya Sallusab had? Marana, with regard to the qualities, uh, when I was uh, gathering information from uh, all of Molana's, uh, from our family members, etc., uh, the one thing that was unanimous and that everyone mentioned was our Nana's connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, not a single person that I found failed to mention that. Everyone that I, uh, I consulted with, every single person said, that Nana's connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was something else. And everyone gave various different uh, aspects of it. For example, uh, whenever uh, anything used to happen, any discussion, any conversation, be it completely unrelated to Deen. Uh, so even if it was a discussion about politics that we were having or a discussion of uh, any uh, worldly thing, but somewhere in the discussion, the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had to come. He used to always remind us, but these are the doings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even we were discussing the weather. And we know we know. sometimes uh, we used to say, you know what, the weather forecast is saying this. But when Allah ta'aluk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was such that he said, even though no matter how sure they can be, it's only with the will and the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So every conversation, every every meal, even throughout, frequently throughout his meals, you just hear him taking the name, Allahumma, um, Allahumma laka alhamdu wa laka shukr, alhamdulillahi kathira. So that was one of the most sterling and outstanding qualities. Uh, you know, when uh, our Nana rahmatullahi used to talk of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he was, uh, it was as if he was talking about uh, someone so beloved and so close to him. Uh, he never, uh, normally when we'll say, we'll just say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our Nana rahmatullahi, when he used to talk of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he used to always say, my Allah, my Allah. And the readiness that uh, that Mulana had uh, to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, when Mulana found out he was uh, diagnosed with cancer, uh, you know, generally, uh, we would become, uh, any normal person would become stressed, would become uh, distraught. That, you know what, now it's, uh, you know, it's the end, especially at that age. But uh, to some extent, it made our Nana Rahmatullah Ali happy that now yeah. this is an excuse for me to meet my Allah. And he used to always tell us that, you know what, I'm, I'm waiting to meet my Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So uh, even, even, you know, just the, the, the love that and the the sabr the the relationship that uh, with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, uh, even when he found out he had cancer and in the beginning there wasn't much pain and uh, throughout the the latter stages of uh, the the cancer as it progressed the pain started coming discomfort difficulty 
And whenever he used to talk to anyone, he used to say, my Allah gave me health for so many years, and now he's testing me for a little while. How can I ever complain? Subhanallah. So, so, uh, it was really something, you know, that Rada bil qada, that everything is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whatever is the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is what we must be happy with. Uh, there was never a time where, uh, you know, bad news was given uh, to uh, our Nana rahmatullah and he, uh, he, like, you know, lost it or can say he overreacted. Uh, it was even an amazing uh, incident uh, when our Nani, uh, rahimahullah, uh, when she passed away, uh, we were at the hospital and uh, the doctor came to inform us. He said, you know what, uh, he asked for the husband, that was uh, Nana Rahmatullah Ali. And uh, he said, you know what, uh, we tried to resuscitate her, but unfortunately we couldn't, uh, you know, sorry for your loss. And the first thing that uh, Nana Rahmatullah Ali said was, he just said, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. And then he, he t- turned to the doctor and he said, you know, doctor, she belonged to God. God gave her to us for a short while, and now He's called her back, and we're happy with His doing. Subhanallah. You know, it, uh, for someone in losing a partner, life partner of so many years, uh, at that time to be so calm, be so composed, and focus only on Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, this was really the the most outstanding quality that we found in Nana Rahmatullah Ali. We have a message coming in from Brother Ahmed Bam. Uh, he says, Assalamu alaikum. Wa rahmatullahi alayhi. Whenever we met, always chatted about old Germiston. His Marana had an affinity with Germiston. His Marana's father, Fisalu, was our Ustad and elder and our senior of Germiston. Brother Ahmed Bam from Bamrit, Germiston. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him complete shifa. Uh, Marana, we know that these pious people, they have a public figure, they with the people, all of those things. But what was Marana Sallu Rahmatullahi Alayhi as a father to maybe your ummi or your aunties that you know them, or a grandfather to you? What was he like away from uh, the general public? Marana, with regards to uh, that, uh, you see, uh, I was speaking to uh, Molana's brother, who's in the UK, uh, and he told me an amazing incident. You know, something that uh, we weren't even uh, we weren't even aware of, and up until today, uh, he mentioned. He said, you know, uh, so basically the, the 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 bottom line is, Nana always looked out for us, for everybody in his family, uh, whether it was his daughters, whether it was the grandchildren. Uh, Nana always had a kind word to say, always giving du'a always advising us, always used to come and sit down, you know, have a conversation. There wasn't any grandchild that felt that they couldn't uh, converse with uh, Nana. So uh, Nana's brother, uh, he mentioned this incident. Uh, he says this was in 1965 when uh, Nana Rahmatullah was uh, studying in Nadwa and during the holidays he used to come to Dabel. So at that time Nana's brother was there in Dabel. And he says at that time, uh, he was obviously younger than Nana Rahmatullahi. He was 13 years old. So uh, Nana came to him. He asked him, you know how to read Urdu? So he said, I do, need, I do know how to read Urdu. So he put forward a, uh, he put a kitab and he said, okay, read this. So uh, he says, I started reading and it was written, Maba Razi to Allah Razi. 
so says, uh, he says, Nana asked me, he said, you understand what this means? So he says, he said, but do you really understand what this means? Uh, and you know, if your parents are happy with you, then Allah is happy with you. If your parents are not happy with you, then all your ibadat, all your salat, all your zakat, all of that doesn't mean anything because your parents are not happy with you. So Allah is not happy with you. So Nana's brother said that at that time, Nana was still a, a student. Uh, he was still studying to become an alim. He was in, early, in the early years of his studies, and he already had so much fear for his family members. And uh, Nana's brother says, you know, that's one thing that I remember up until today. This was uh, many, many years ago. He says, up until today, I remember this incident and what an impact it had on my life. Uh, with regards to uh, uh, other family members, uh, family members weren't always around. Uh, as Molana mentioned, uh, the ta'alluq that uh, uh, Molana kept with uh, Molana's marhum father, this was the, the ta'alluq that Molana had with everybody. Uh, you know, one of the family members mentioned, you know, that uh, nowadays we, we all, we, what we say, tech-savvy. Uh, we have the world at our fingertips, but we've lost that uh, connection and relationship with people. Nana didn't have a smartphone or anything. But he still kept a, a relationship with everybody. Uh, every time he used to, you know, I need to phone this one. I haven't phoned him for a while. Every day it was his routine just to keep the aluk, to keep that muhabbat, that sila rahmi. It was uh, one of the amazing qualities. And everyone will, uh, will bear testimony to it that at any given time, even there were some people who, who, uh, we never used to keep as much, even though it was perhaps their duty to keep contact or keep the aluk with Molana, uh, with our Nana. But Nana used to make it a point uh, to always phone, even though some people uh, perhaps weren't uh, as fond of him. But he said, you know, it's our duty that we need to phone these people. We need to keep that, uh, that family ties. We need to keep the relationship that the aluk. There's a message that is coming in. Assalamu alaikum. Jazakumullah for this program. Molana was my uncle. I'm his nephew, Abdullah Hassan Sallu. He said, I've written a poem from my uncle. It's a fairly lengthy one. I'm going to just read it quickly. In the lands of South Africa where sunsets glow, a noble alim walked with wisdom to bestow. His name etched in echoes a revered melody. A soul departed yet leaves such a timeless legacy. Through the pages of Quran, he gracefully guide, a beacon of knowledge, humility is his stride. In the tapestry of faith, he wove threads of light, illuminating hearts, dispelling darkest nights. Selfless khidmat, his life steadfast theme, a river of kindness flowing like a dream. Communities embraced by his caring hand, in the vast expanse of love he'd firmly stand. Through trials and triumph, his faith unwavering. A teacher, a mentor, tirelessly laboring in the classroom of life, his life, his life lessons profound. In the hearts of believers, his echoes resound. The minarets echo his virtuous name. Alim of South Africa, forever aflame. His legacy carved in the stones of time, a tapestry of service woven in time. As he journeyed in the year after, the angels whispered tales of the deeds he bore. In the gardens of Jannah, may he repose. His spirit in serenity eternally glows. O Alim Uncle, your light will endeavor in the hearts of those you've touched pure. 
South Africa's sun, a celestial star, guiding us from the realms near and far. Through the sand of time, your footprint remains in the fabric of memory and underlining refrain, an undying refrain. Rest in peace, dear uncle, in Allah's embrace. Your legacy of khidmat cannot erase. And that was, subhanAllah, a lovely message from one of Morana's nephews. Morana, we've come to the end of the program. We've discussed, I mean, naturally, Morana Yahya Sallu, rahimahullah, 40 years of service to the people, to the community, amazing amount of khidmat that he has done, his qualities, his piety, his Allah consciousness. There's so much that we could speak about him. Morana, your closing remarks, and then we'll close the program, inshallah. Wali Muhammad. I think we've uh, lost Morana Muhammad with regards to that. Nevertheless, we spoke about Morana Yahya Sallu rahimahullah and the great services that Morana had done and the effort and the uh, piety that Morana had and also the human feeling and the human connection that Morana had possessed. We make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fill Morana's qabr and Apa's qabr with nur, grant them the highest of stages in Jannatul Firdaus, Forgive all of their sins and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward them abundantly for the khidmat that he grant them the ability to do insha'Allah. With that we close the program and we say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.